This is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we will be exploring the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and the surrounding area. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, other weeks I'll be looking back at our history, but always with an eye on the future. And you'll also hear the stories of the people who make this area just what it is. Culture is all around us. It's in the buildings, it's deep underground, it's in the air, and of course, it's in our blood. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. I hope you all had a great Christmas and New Year. This episode is, of course, the first episode of 2018. I really think I've got a feeling in my water for some unknown reason. I've got a good feeling that this year is going to be a really exciting year for Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire, especially when it comes to culture. Now, at the back end of last year, I went to Tesco in Hanley Absolutely nothing unusual about that, you might think. But instead of tins of food and bottles of booze, I was surrounded by paintings. I'll let author Dave Proudlove and artist Ian Pearsall take up the story from in amongst the paintings, starting with Ian. They're from a body of work um, that is my work in painting. And some of them are from the collaboration that has been going on over the last couple of months with this man, Dave Proudlove, uh, writer. Um, and it concerns the streets of Stoke-on-Trent, where we have spent time uh, so in growing up. Um, and it's basically trying to connect all the people of Stoke-on-Trent who have a similar experience of sort of growing up amongst this architecture, these spaces. And how did you two get involved together? It's Lindsay's fault. <laughs> I, I, um, I wrote a, a piece for the Sentinel a few years ago regarding some work that Ian was doing. And um, through Lindsay, uh, Ian's manager, we uh, met and, well this happened <laughs> uh, and um, yeah I mean there was there was a particular piece of work that Ian had, had, had done that basically I, I saw myself even though it was nothing to do with me it was nothing to do with the place that I grew up I saw myself in it and um, as a result we uh, we went up to to Packmore the, the, the village in which I grew up um, and we um, well Ian's put together this incredible artwork which um, partly has been inspired by work that I've done and the work that I've done was inspired by the work that Ian's done and it's sort of gone on from there so uh, yeah see these giant fantastic pieces of art and you know look at think yeah you can you can see my story Ian's story everybody's story uh, you know it was a working class neighborhood just like many around the city so I started photographing the um, local architecture about seven years ago um, when I first just investigated a bottle kiln, um, walking up to it um, and essentially after seeing them dotted around the landscape and never really paying a great deal of attention to them, uh, walked up and realised what a really very considered piece of architecture they are um, and that kind of got me thinking as to how many of them still remained in the city 
um, subsequently did that research, uh, found out at the time there were 47, raced around, found them all, photographed them all, and started an interest in the listed buildings. And before too long, knowing that all my family is so heavily involved in Stoke-on-Trent, um, realised that you know, the real architecture of the city, I felt, was the miles of um, you know, terraced houses that people worked, you know, that lived in and around, you know, that were right n next to the industries in which they worked. Um, and that became the key project. Um, so essentially the industries have been knocked down um, and listed buildings are now isolated in various parts of the city. But I think it's the rows of housing that tie all the history together. Uh, and this, it, it was actually this initial interest uh, that sparked off this collaboration. You lived abroad for, for some time before coming back. Do you think that gives you a fresh pair of eyes or a different pair of eyes on the city? My parents um, left the UK to go and work overseas uh, and I was born in Rhodesia uh, and I came over here every three years for the family holiday and only really know or only really remember snippets uh, of the UK but sort of important snippets um, ones that I've retained in memory that have influenced uh, you know the work as you see um, primarily um, things that are called the entries or the backs uh, and they were the playgrounds um, where it seems uh, in recent months everybody in Stoke-on-Trent has a connection however far they live away from Stoke-on-Trent whatever they've achieved in their lives um, everybody has this common ground and that is the most fantastical part of the project um, Dave as I say spotted himself in you know like a work of art that I'd done um, and the story just exploded from there what was it Dave that you saw that you identified with so much well it, it was a painting of um, a young boy and a young girl uh, bottom of the street in Birch's head and <clears throat> I, I said to him well, this, this is this is the one in question do you want to just describe it <clears throat> well you've got your traditional two up to down terraces bit of wasteland and it reminded me of the street which I grew up on uh, the bottom part of our street was was demolished and we, we lived at the top and although it's a, it's a young boy and a young girl in the, in the, in the painting I just said to Ian that that could be my brother and, and me on our street and um, you know still look at it now that that's the the reason it's on the the cover of this little little taster is that's 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 the thing that triggered it all so yeah i, I mean and and we, we've had conversations with other people who've said similar things um the, the guy that, that that bought the painting scott um he said that, that this this is basically my life story um and you know i'm, I'm pretty sure that um there's probably many, many other people around the city that, 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 that would say the same thing. Um, it's, it's, it's about shared experience, shared, you know, a, a shared coming of age. Uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, it's all about the, the, the streets. I mean, people talk about 
culture in Stoke-on-Trent and said, you know, it's, it's, it's all around us and, and this illustrates the point. What is it then that, that you have written, uh, Dave, then? Um, I, I've written um, <laughs> a, a mountain of, uh, it's about, it's, a, it's around about 30,000 words, so the, the published, published book will be, you know, fairly hefty. Um, but um, it, it's, it's all manner of things. Um, Ian, uh, Lindsay and myself visited Packmore in the summer and um, the, um, the day that we spent there photographing buildings, spaces, talking, reminiscing has all gone into this. Um, but it's interspersed with stories about the place and about my childhood, my experiences with the, the, the people and the characters of, of, of Packmore and um, it's grew and grew and grew <laughs> to, to a point now where you know we'll uh, we'll be uh, hopefully publishing this 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 thing this creation uh, in the in the new year so it's uh, this we, we we pulled this together um for an event that we did at the potters club um just last week uh, and um, the reaction we've had to it has been well, a bit overwhelming, really. Um, I mean, I um, when I first started, I was like, Ian, Ian wants to work with me. Wow. Uh, and um, yeah, um, the, the, you know, we've had some really nice feedback. Um, so we're hopeful that the, the book itself is is going to prove quite popular. Um, and it's you know, I, I obviously I'm biased. I am going to say this, but I think it's a it's a nice story. I did a project with Airspace Gallery last year about the. The, the, the lives and the stories that ordinary people have and um, I, I spoke to Glenn Stoker there afterwards and he said that stories like these are really important and they need to be out there and that struck a chord uh, and you know this is this it, it may be you know my story but as I said previously it could be the story of many many other people too. Ian how would you describe your style as an artist? very much in your face uh, I've heard it described as visceral uh, I've heard it described as rough uh, raw um, sort of, of the moment um, and uh, well sort of in executing it my intention is is that it captures you know the emotion of being where you are as opposed to any great historical accuracy although you know the details and what I call um, you know like the language of the city um, you know the back streets and the chimneys the old bricks um, and that's one of the things that fascinated me when I first came here and it's one of my overwhelming childhood memories is the smell in the air of the smoke um, and seeing all these blackened bricks I mean I, I was brought up in Africa uh, so the architecture and the surrounding couldn't really be more different. Um, and I went to art college here, um, and I went to Newcastle College spe uh, specifically, um, and my tutors there were asking me to bring back stories and visual content from Africa. But being here and seeing this language uh, was absolutely overwhelming. Um, and this is the inspiration that has stayed with me to create um it couldn't have happened at a more 
sort of important time in my life, really, uh, and that's the dominating characteristic of my work. I mean, I have a painting here of the seaside that I executed, uh, and although it gets a lot of feedback, uh, you know, that people really love it, uh, and they see the essence of the seaside in it, uh, to me, I struggle to comprehend it because it's in seriously industrial colours. <laughs> it's heavy greys, um, you know, seriously conflicting blacks and whites. Um, and I don't know if I'm resolved to liking it really, but uh, it does attract a lot of attention um, and it is very striking. Grey does feature a lot, but it's not overall, is it? There are colours in your work. Yes, very much so. Um, and I'm hoping that the... Uh, sort of as I was talking about the bricks, I did have a, um, an exhibition earlier this year at Trent Art Gallery who, um, I'd say, are the custodians of my work. I deal exclusively through them. Um, they're a very nurturing uh, art gallery, um, understanding... Um, you know, the essence of how local it is to them. Um, and it's something that they talk about and want to promote. Um, and it was called City of Beautiful Bricks. Um, and that's what Stoke-on-Trent is. It's beautiful bricks. It's beautiful architecture. Um, and some of the colours in the painting directly reflect, you know, the depth of colour in the bricks. There's hundreds of years' worth of history of um, industry in it, um, you know, they're blackened by the smoke um, and they're rough and raw and they reflect the fact that, you know, there was a brick industry here as well. Um, it reflects all manner of things. I, I hope that comes through in the painting. Hopefully we will see that book very soon and as soon as we do, I will hopefully try and catch up with both Dave and Ian about the book and the book launch lots of stuff coming up across Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire this year if there's something going on that you think I should be talking about please don't hesitate to get in touch I know I've already put a bit of a play out on social media already but if you want to get in touch with me it's dead easy I'm on Twitter at CQH pod and on Facebook it is cultural quarter of an hour podcast on Facebook as well and don't forget we've got the website as well www.cqhpod.co.uk UK. And of course, there is the podcast as well every single week for you on a Wednesday from wherever you get your podcasts from.